0: Patuxet General, Episode 4. Stressed holiday shoppers pour down the street. Animals are snug in their beds. Crisp apple cider marks the season for children of all ages. Fall in Patuxet. Greetings and welcome in. You're right on time for the Patuxet General, your podcast for all things patuxet This week, we have an awful lot to share, so let's get going. I would like to thank Albin Mosier Esquire for joining our Patreon subscribers. You fabulous Patreon subscribers make it possible to keep all this going, and we thank you. Our cocktail this week is a leftover pickle martini. Turkey pot pie and or creamy dreamy turkey soup is our recipe. The Patuxet River Trail is our featured spot this week. And the House on the Corner series continues with paper towels or don't go in the basement. You know, podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. We switched over to Buzzsprout and they made our broadcast so much easier to get listed on every major podcast platform. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out into the world. Leftover Pickle Martini. Hey! Do you ever wonder on Friday what to do with Thanksgiving's pickle tray leftovers? Throw them out, you say? Heavens no. My solution can be served singly or by the pitcher. It does look lovely in a pitcher. Now, this martini can be either gin or vodka and also works well with sake instead of vermouth. I like a three-finger martini, but yours can be any size you like. Chill your glass or pitcher. While your gin or vodka is chilling on ice, coat your glass with a few drops of sake or vermouth. Add one half a teaspoon leftover pickle brine and the leftover pickles. Top with vodka or gin and garnish with a leftover pickle. Mmm, enjoy. Creamy, dreamy turkey. For this recipe, you'll need carrots, celery, onions, garlic, potatoes, turkey, and turkey broth. Flour, salt and pepper, olive oil, Italian seasoning, and light cream. To begin... Peel and cube the celery, carrots, onions, and potatoes. Then cube your pre-cooked turkey and crush the garlic. Then saute the vegetables in the olive oil with seasonings and garlic, and a good amount of flour to make a roux. Make sure that is cooked, but not too browned. Add cooked cubed turkey, And then the most important thing is to stir continuously while slowly adding the turkey stock. That way you can more easily control the consistency and won't get lumps. At this point, you could ladle this into an uncooked pie shell, cover with another vented shell, and you have turkey pot pie. But if you want a soup or have some leftover, Add light cream while hot until you reach desired thinness. Top off with a little extra black pepper, and you have creamy, dreamy turkey soup. Served in a bread bowl, and comfort is achieved. Enjoy. The Patuxet River Trail. One of my favorite places in and about the village is the Patuxet River Trail. This is an easy, relaxed trail set in the middle of an urban area, but you would only know that by the traffic sounds that reverberate off the river. This sweet 2.3-mile trail is a favorite for dog walkers and a great cut-through for those walking to the village. Huge trees gently shade the walk and present a perfect picture for scenic walkers. It starts in the parking lot of Roads on the Patuxet and can be found online for details. Enjoy it. I want to tell you about my friend Mike and his Electromagnetic Pinball Museum and Restoration Arcade. It's an all-inclusive place to relax and share anything related to modern pinball, EM pinball, and arcade games. A group of pinball and arcade fans with an addiction to games of all kinds and Lego, too. $10 $10 gets you free play on pinball and arcade games all day. You can find them at 881 Main Street, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, or online at www.electromagneticpinballmuseum.com. And now for this week's episode of The House on the Corner. Paper towels or don't go in the basement. The stairs. The staircase spiraled all the way down from the third floor to the basement. The stairs were ominous. I ran down them whenever I used them. My sister once said that she always felt like she had to run down to escape being crushed. They were steep, but when you started down the basement portion, there were no backs. The lights for the first room in the laundry room were at the top of the basement stairs. Now, all basements are creepy. This one felt like you were being watched all the time. The basement itself was the size of the house, so it was broken up into four rooms. The laundry room had four doors, one on the left to Dad's workshop, Two on the right, which went to the coal room, and our playroom. The side rooms had pull-string lights, so I would have to screw up my courage and run into the middle of the room to turn on the lights. Dad's shop wasn't too bad, it was just kind of spooky. But the other side was a very different story. Our parents had set up a playroom for B and I to ride our trikes in the winter. It was also a toolbox of somewhat abandoned toys, a chalkboard, and a single bulb light with a pull-string. One day B and I went down there. She wanted this Tupperware shape O toy. As always, I had her wait at the door while I ran in and pulled the string for the light. In the split second that the light went on, I saw what I thought were two red eyes in the very back of the room. I backed up to the door, stunned with fear. B goes to the toy box and calmly starts looking for the missing shapes. I stare into the far corner where it looks like all of the shadows are gathering to form a shape of a human. I say to B, let's go. She tells me to hold on. She just has to find a few more pieces. I should mention at this time that the shadow now stood in the same place in the building only three fours down from the orange room. He seemed to grow bigger as I begged B to hurry. We have to go now. Come to me right now, bulb dimmed. I seemed to be able to move again. I yelled at B to move. I pushed her through the door, pulled the light off, and slammed the door. I turned to Bee and said, We don't have to go in there anymore, do we? We're too big for those toys anyway. She never saw him that day. Time passed, and one stormy day, Bee and I were doing laundry and start exploring the basement. It was huge, so we could waste plenty of time in between cycles. We found a door that was covered over, and we couldn't open it, but we could peek through a little hole and see a black empty room that smelled horrible. We asked our parents what it was and why was it shut, and were told that it was a coal chute. They said it was full of coal dust and no reason to open it. Peeking in, I was filled with a weird mix of fear and curiosity. B found it frightening, so I stopped trying to get in. Why was the room closed off? There were hidden secrets all over this house. Why? This mystery only brought up more questions. Often I was alone when incidents occurred. Sometimes there were witnesses. One time B had two friends over, and all four of us were in the kitchen on the second floor, the calmest place in the house. S and K were sisters, and all of our parents would leave us together so as to save money on babysitting. Seeing as I was the oldest, I was kind of in charge. S was very upset about something and was telling us a dramatic story to get her point across. As she raised her voice to a fever pitch, paper towels started to come off the paper towel holder attached to the cupboard, not waving like in the wind. They were gently floating like being pulled by an invisible hand. All across the room they sailed, one long stream, not bending or ripping. We were all stunned. We stood there for what seemed like an eternity, all four of us staring at it. It did not drop. I see fear in the guests' eyes and spring into action. I grab the paper towels, rip them off and say, Damn, that was a pretty weird gust of wind. S says, No way. The window isn't even open and the holder is in the corner. What was that? I couldn't explain. I didn't have a response. How do you say your house is haunted and not look or go crazy? So you do what is normal. Distract them. Give logical excuses. We left that day and stayed at S&K's house, where nothing watched me sleep. Thank you for joining us here at the Patuxet General. If you have any questions, places in Patuxet that you'd like us to feature, or a local ghost story, contact us. Our email is jess at patuxetgeneral.com. We can't wait to hear from you, and we'll meet you here next time at the Patuxet General pre-recorded in Patuxent.